Standby. Hello, this is Penn Jillette. The possibility exists that if I were to actually listen to the lackadaisical Librocubicularist podcast featuring host Jordan Maywood, I would potentially enjoy it. A ringing endorsement. Potentially enjoy this episode, which will start after the other half of my magical comedy duo, Teller, gives us a countdown. Take it away, Teller. Hello! Welcome to the Libro Cube. Uh, my name is Jordan Maywood, and I am the Lackadaisical Libro Cube. We're going to listen today, my friends, is Movie Monday. Move over, Monday. Oh, you're good. <sighs> You're going to need to make some room for movies, because they're moving in to move over Monday Moving Movie Mondays. Something I like to say at the top of every show is that there will be spoilers. I say this, because, well, there will be spoilers, and that's how spoiler warnings work. This will most likely be your one and only warning. I do a really big one at the top of the show, and I do it at the top of every single show. I've done it probably just about 300 almost times now, so, you know, I spoil things, is what I'm saying. Hey. Another thing I like to say is that, if you like what you hear, the only payment I ask is a million dollars. <laughs> no. That is ridiculous. The only payment I ask is perhaps you pass the podcast on to a friend. Perhaps you rate, subscribe, and comment within iTunes, as that is what helps others find podcasts. It is what helps them grow and flourish. Flourish. All of that said, will of course, take us into our last piece of podcast related business before we hop into this movie Monday, and that is today's sponsor, which is Bard Holes Home Security, oh, double sponsor, I see, and uh, Hulk Rip Industrial Shredders. Once again, today's sponsors are Bard Holes Home Security and Hulk Rip Industrial Shredders. Two sponsors, yes. Just raking in the dough. I love it. Really selling out. Really selling out. Okay, today I have two, maybe more, two, two plus movies. So let's hop in to movie the first little film. Yes, titled No Holds Barred. Uh, yeah, it's bad. Just bad, bad things are going to happen if you watch this movie. Uh, I should say that this movie quite recently made an appearance on the podcast uh, How Did This Get Made? That is a podcast about bad movies. And the question being, how did this movie even get made? How? It's so bad, it shouldn't be made. That is sort of their uh, philosophy behind talking of movies. Each podcast episode will be devoted to a movie, and uh, this was the movie. Sometimes uh, I, I've listened to those and thought, yeah, I want to see this piece of trash. And uh, this just happened to be one of those times. Sometimes it has the opposite effect. Man, that sounds so incredibly bad that I do not want to see that. And a lot of the times it's actually movies I've already seen. So this uh, f fell into the category of never seen and sounded bad, 
but bad in that sort of good way. So bad it's good. And I don't know if it hit that mark. It was bad, but was it bad good? I think a good barometer and a good way they end their podcast is usually with asking, would you recommend this movie to a friend? Uh... Yeah, a certain type of friend I would. Yeah, okay, I think that's good. Like, <laughs> oh my god, I just pictured, and this is, amuses me greatly, I pictured the, the missus watching this movie, and that delights me, the just amount of hatred that this would develop within her, within moments of, of watching it. I think the only way she would sit through this entire movie, and I am not exaggerating, would be through some sort of bribery, or more likely being tied down to a chair and forced to watch it. Whereas, there's probably other people I know who, like myself, would think it's just so ridiculously bad that it's good. And I fall more into that category. On that note, why don't I throw out my rating? <laughs> it's hard to rate a so bad it's good movie. You know what? No, I think I could do it in this sense uh, of giving it a 3 out of 5. Okay? And I'm going to have to explain this 3. It's the three of, I did have enjoyment at its ridiculousness while watching it, but I would never, ever watch it again. So, now if you are unfamiliar with this film, which I actually was, despite the fact that it came out in a time where I should probably have been watching movies such as this, it stars Hulk Hogan, the wrestler Hulk Hogan, in one of his very rare acting um, movie situations, <laughs> which I have seen a couple, at least two I can think of. One where he was like a, I think like a spaceman or something, and like a babysitter, a space babysitter. What was that one called? That one was better than this one, I, I, I do, if I do recall. The premise, if you can call it a premise behind this movie, is that uh, Hulk Hogan is playing a wrestler named uh, Rip. Was it just Rip or Rip something? Anyways, his name was Rip, and uh, apparently wrestling is the biggest thing on TV. Just period. Nothing beats it. If you have this character and these wrestlers on your TV channel, you are going to just dominate the whole TV spectrum. And you might as well not even have a TV channel if it's not going to have Rip and his and his other wrestling folk wrestling it up. And uh, that made me think this is... A lot of it uh, is sort of indicating... In fact, this whole movie, its very existence, I guess you would say, is, is under the assumption that uh, wrestling is, in fact, real. Yeah, so was this before everyone knew wrestling to be a uh, fake thing? Perhaps. Because I suppose this movie is an action flick, I guess. <laughs> I don't know, kind of hard to say what exactly it is. We're going to need a bad guy. The bad guy comes in the form of a evil executive for one of the rival companies. He's played by Kurt Fuller, who is uh, probably an actor, at least for myself, I didn't recognize the name, but probably an actor you would recognize if you saw his face. He is just horrible... Horrible, overacting, to ridiculous, probably under the assumption that only kids would watch this, which is a, probably a fair assumption, and that he needs to act like this to keep them entertained. Yeah, maybe that, maybe that's what he was doing all along. 
Although there's, like, isn't there, like, swearing in this and things that kids probably shouldn't be seeing? Sexual things between Hulk Hogan and, um, just this sort of random girl? I didn't really get the girl, his, uh, I guess it would be love interest in this. Like, was she working for Kurt Fuller, the evil executive, and then decided over the course of working for Kurt and with Hulk that uh, she developed a fondness and a love for him? Uh, I don't, I didn't really get it. The story, not making of a lot of sense, which is what you should expect in a movie like this. Another one of the bad guys comes in the form of Tiny Lister. <laughs> who's an actor who, again, probably you would recognize. A giant black man with a cross-eyed craziness. Uh, he plays Zeus, who's, I guess, Hulk Hogan's nemesis as far as wrestling goes. It's supposed to have a kind of rocky feel, I think, that Hulk Hogan's a bit of an underdog compared to this guy. So there is some scenes that I think are trying to make us think of Rocky, but doing a very, very unsuccessful job at that. Uh, he's got a brother who ends up in a wheelchair. Zeus actually put him in the wheelchair. Uh, this girl who I guess he loves, I suppose, I don't know, uh, eventually gets kidnapped, so he's got to throw the match. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense <laughs> throughout this movie, especially with Zeus, but a little with Hulk Hogan as well. It's got that feeling of, and I always liken this to Dragon Ball Z, that the louder you scream and grunt, when wrestling, the stronger you become. <laughs> I don't know how true that is in real life, but it's true in Dragon Ball Z and apparently in No Holds Barred. I think to wrap up our talk of this just ridiculous making of no sense throughout a movie, we should uh, talk about Jock Ass. <laughs> uh, Kurt Fuller decided, and I would like to assume that it was not the writers, it was him, who threw in this repeatedly calling Hulk Hogan jockass. The goddamn jockass. Get that get that jockass over here. Oh we'll 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 pay to have him on our network. Money's no object. The the jockass will never break a contract with us. <laughs> Evil laughter. <laughs> jockass. What the fuck? Okay, uh, I should move on to... You know what? Uh, I have another movie. It's called Junkie. But in between these two movies, I'm just going to talk briefly of Starship Troopers. Just because Star Tri Starship Troopers also sort of fits into that uh, so bad it's good. I was My plan was to devote an entire episode to all of the movies, because you may not realize and neither did I until somewhat recently, that there's many movies within the series. So I watched the first one, which I had seen way back in the day, and uh, I'd probably give that as high as a four. I, I very much enjoy it. I think 90% of the time, maybe as low as 80% of the time, it's not taking its tell itself too seriously, which is what a movie like this should do. It shouldn't take itself too seriously. When it does take itself seriously and tries to be like an actual real action movie, that's when it kind of falls apart and it isn't very good. So uh, luckily that doesn't happen too, too often. Uh, I watched the second one and about 90% of the time it was taking itself seriously and uh, I couldn't do it. I, I couldn't pay attention to it and it made me decide not to watch the other ones in the series because of its horribleness. So I'm not even going to talk about that one. 
and uh, please don't watch it. I'd give it like a 1 out of 5, which is uh, unusual for me to give movies 1s out of 5, but I'm goddamn well gonna do it. So, you know, that's my super trooper, super trooper, starship trooper talk. It's funny because every time I bring it up, I feel like saying super trooper, which that movie gets a 5 out of 5, okay? Not to be confused with starship Starship Troopers. I'm having trouble talking. Okay, so let's move on to a movie the second, or two and a half, or whatever scale we're on here. I don't know anymore. It's called Junkie. This is a dark, dark, dark comedy. Pitch black comedy, I suppose I could say. If you have listened to many Movie Mondays, anytime I have brought back a dark comedy, you will probably notice that they get very, very high marks, this one included. I think I can go... Can I go 5 out of 5? Yeah, uh, I can almost go 5 out of 5. That's going to be my rating. An almost 5 out of 5 rating. Yeah. It's just gruesome. It's friggin' crazy. It is billed as a dark comedy, but... <laughs> The comedy's maybe not huge in it. It is there, I suppose, but I think it's the combination of the two and not one or the other that I like. Like, if it was just one or the other, I, I wouldn't give it high marks. This stars two brothers? Question mark? Uh, uh, let me explain my hesitation saying brothers. It stars a guy who is a druggie, a junkie, if you will, and he's trying to uh, get off the whatever drugs he's on. Presumably very, very bad ones. And uh, his brother, also a druggie, does not like this fact. Is very, very much against it. Quite early on, and I'm almost surprised they didn't save this for towards the end, uh, we learn, if learn is the right word, that the brother is not actually a real existing person, and more accurately, a figment of his drug-addled mind. What the f so uh, people sort of pop into this house, it all takes place in his house, and uh, he'll be talking to them, and then his brother will be talking and no one will be looking at him or answering him or acknowledging his existence, and uh, the, the two brothers will be talking and then whoever's present at the time will be like, who are you talking to? What's going on? What are you, fucking insane? And it's kind of uh, showing his... <laughs> I feel like in the podcast I, I say this often. It's, it's showing his slow descent into madness. However, in this case, I'm going to say it's showing his fairly rapid descent into madness, which I love. Uh, some of the people who stop by are his drug dealer. <laughs> Just to give you an example, he kills this guy, and at first we, we think it's the brother the, the evil brother, but then we learn that it's the same person. Anyways, kill this guy and then drink his blood because he was a drug dealer, so presumably his blood is also made out of drugs. <laughs> so that's a stupid assumption. What's even crazier is that it gets him really fucking high when he drinks the blood. Oh my god. Uh, then his ex stops by. She, uh, she was probably my least favorite, just because not much happened very interesting while she was there. He tried to get her back. She was not buying it. Uh, then his father came, and uh, he was a friggin' bastard who uh, popped in with his new wife, uh, prostitute bride, 
I think would be an apt description. <laughs> During all this, the, uh, the, the killed drug dealer comes back as a zombie, and there's a scene in the basement where the zombie drug dealer is playing Russian roulette with Charles Manson. I, uh, I, I feel like the possibility exists. You think I'm making these things up. I, I think it's probably a somewhat strong possibility, even. But, uh, I am not. These are, these are, these are facts of this movie. And <laughs> why I'm giving it a Five out of five, yes. I've just decided. I've, I've bumped it up from my not quite a five out of five to a five because of my talking of a zombie playing Russian roulette with Charles Manson. That's what bumped it up. This movie, allowing me to say that sentence, has bumped it up to a five. Folks, that was a movie Monday episode, and there's no denying it as much as you would like to. I will say, as I like to do from time to time, that it is nice. To be nice to the nice. Thank you for listening. We here in the Liberal Cube would love to hear from you. If for any reason you would like to contact us, you can do so via the email address mailwood.jordan at gmail.com. And now I have a theory. I've got a theory that it's a demon, a dancing demon. Something isn't right there. I've got a theory. The best is yet to come, and babe, won't it be fine? You think you've seen the sun, but you ain't seen it shine. Wait till the warm-up's underway. Wait till our lips have met. Wait till you see that sunshine day You ain't seen nothing yet The best is yet to come and be Won't it be fine The best is yet to come Come the day you're mine Live long and prosper